The Run Culture podcast has always been a passion project. It was created to share stories and experiences, to educate runners and to grow the sport. Ultimately, to show that running is cool. The podcast has provided us all opportunities to listen and learn from some interesting people in the running world. Welcome to the Run Culture podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I am an all-out running fan and an accredited running coach, a marathoner myself and an experienced physiotherapist that specialises in treating runners. So, before we get right into the show, if you have enjoyed any of the previous episodes of the Run Culture podcast and they have added value to your life and you want to support the podcast going into 2021, then we have a Patreon page. It's linked to in the show notes. A small monthly donation will go a heck of a way to keeping the show alive. By doing so, you too can also feel fulfilled that you are doing your bit to promote and grow the sport. Also, for those runners interested or in need, links to my online strength and conditioning course for runners or run therapy, my physiotherapy clinic, are also in the show notes. Alas, enough from me. Here's this week's interview. Dave. Hey, Dado. Hey, mate. How are you? Good. Far out. Well done. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, are you still in Perth? Still, still in Perth? Still a bit. bit so- yeah, still in Perth, yeah. Um, fly, out, uh, fly out tonight, so. Oh, yeah. Far out. Like, how do you feel? You must be um, completely, like, over the moon or has it sunk in? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of sunk in, but it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a good feeling. I'm still, still floating on the clouds. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm also pretty tired cause I haven't, um, I only slept a couple of hours last night and then, uh, yeah, got up for run tonight. So I'm looking, I'm actually looking forward to this long haul flight so I can just, uh, sleep for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. Um, when did they? When did you organise this race? Because I didn't even hear anything about it. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, someone messaged me, messaged me uh, yeah, once it was done. Um, yeah. And then I just watched the replay. Yeah, it was mostly it, kudos to Matt Ramston. He he did uh, he did the bulk of the getting it all set up, um, getting um, uh, I think I can't I think West Australian Institute of Sport or Ath. Athletics West Australia, um, kind of, uh, yeah, obviously put it on and, and, um, uh, I'm not sure who, who, who flipped the bill, but someone kindly donated, donated for it and to kind of actually put on a meet because they, they do cost money to hire the track and so forth. So it was really, yeah, it was mostly, um, Matt's doing to have a crack at, at the Olympic time and, um, yeah, probably only in the last sort of two three weeks tops, um, I, I'd kind of, um, or Nick and I had kind of decided we'd, we'd go to Europe to keep racing and keep, keep, uh, living the dream as, as it's, as you say, I guess. Um, and he just said, Oh, John, do a 5k in Perth before you leave. Um, so I had nothing to lose. Um, (laughs) and yeah, there we were last night and, um, you know, Stewie, Stewie's obviously already qualified and um, kindly, kindly agreed to uh, come out and pace us. Um, 
So you, you don't get much better pacemakers than uh, than Stewie McSwain, and um, you know he pretty much took us to you know two laps out from the finish. So that's uh, that's a rarity. Um, so as as far as um, as far as running fast times, they don't get gifted as as much as much as that very often. Yeah, like it. Um, but as soon as he stepped off, wasn't your last eight hundred pretty quick? Um, like someone was saying that you did yeah. a one fifty nine or you or something quick. Yeah, yeah, w- yeah it would have been would have been at least that. Um, yeah, because yeah, I think the last the last K would have been two thirty, and um, yeah, really only sort of started picking it up, um, picked it up a bit with eight hundred to go, and then um, knew I had a sniff with a lap to go, so. Just tried tried to empty the tank as smart as I could <laughs> in the last lap, um, and yeah, just snuck under it, which was yeah, not not what I was expecting going in, but um, yeah, you, you you just have to yeah, you, you try and be present when you when you're racing and 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 uh, assess as you go, and um, yeah, yesterday was my day. It doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen very often, so. Um, yeah, I, uh, I made the most of it. <laughs> How were you feeling during the race? Was there any moments where you're like, oh, I just can't hold on to this pace any longer? Or were you feeling pretty good? No, I, I felt good. I I think I was just, um, I, I was just so like in the zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like, yeah, the, the, the discomfort just like, it just, I mean, you know, it's, not easy running 13, 12, but like I was just, in, I was in the zone so much that um, I was just so focused on, you know, one, one uh, hanging in there and then, and then two, you know, just trying to fight, fight and empty the tank at the end and, and, um, and yeah, try and go as quick as I can. I mean, that I would have been really happy with the PB yesterday. So if I'd gone, you know, even if I'd gone sub 13, 20, I would have counted that as a, as a great day. And um, yeah, it was it was an extra great day. <laughs> so yeah, it was an Olympic qualifier. Like you had to mm. break thirteen thirteen, wasn't it? And you ran mm. thirteen twelve point eight. Um, mm. Like, what does that mean going forward? Like, how how much more time is there for people to run the qualifier? Um, yeah, what does it mean yeah. for your chances? Yeah, uh, it's this might sound silly, but like. <laughs> I this whole time I've never really I've never really bothered to figure out how all the qualifying works. Um, I I've tried really just to focus on the things I can control, and and that was trying to run the the automatic time. Um, I you know because I was still finishing up my studies in 2019, so you know I didn't really race much in 2019. Certainly not in any. Um, races that would get me any qualifying points, and then 2020 was obviously a write-off, and um, and so I've always had in my mind, you know, the only chance of me getting to the Olympics is if I ran under that time. Um, so so now that I've done that, you know, it obviously doesn't guarantee me a spot, um, but I've done I've done I've done the best I can. <laughs> so you know, whatever happens over the next month. Um, you know that that happens. I'm going to keep racing. Um, to uh, I've got I'm I'm in it. I've hopefully got another opportunity to you know try and run a competitive race. Um, potentially get a few more of those 
those sort of qualifying points and hopefully consolidate my spot. But, you know, I, I have absolutely no doubt that Rambo will, will smash the qualifying time. Um, and uh, I've got no doubt that um, Morgan McDonald can smash the qualifying time as well. So, um, yeah, you just have to kind of wait and see. But that, that, that stuff is out of my control. Um, the only thing I can control is, you know, um, being ready to race and, 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 and give my best. And that's what I've done up until this point. And, and that's what I'll do for the next month um, until they close the qualifying at early, early July. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are you? Um, so you're still going to go overseas? Like where are you headed and, and what yeah. races are yeah. on the schedule? Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of a bit of a fluid schedule. Um, we'll just kind of see how, how things are going, but, um, yeah, ha- having now run the time yesterday that, um, that gives us a, a little bit more flexibility, I guess, in, in what we do. Um, so the only thing I know for certain is I'm, I'm running at the Gateshead Diamond League on the 23rd of May. Um, and then, and then we'll just kind of go from, go and see after that. I, I reckon, you know, if all I do is just keep running 5Ks, I'm going to flatten myself. So um, that's that was the great thing about last night is that at least I've got the time out and um, you know I can I can focus on potentially you know um, to putting in a bit of a training block. Hopefully, um, I I I'm not as I'm not a um, I don't have the I don't have the the range at the the um, super elite level that I can I can really get into you know, big 1500 races or, or anything like that. So my options are a bit limited over in Europe, which is fine. Um, but yeah, we'll just kind of, I think we'll see how this first race goes and then, and then go from there. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah. See if I can prove, prove myself anymore. (laughs) When when do you head over? How, How long will you be over there for? Yeah. Uh, so leaving tonight, um, from Perth. So I'm, um, I'm uh, babysitting Stewie McSwain and, <laughs> and uh, Matt Ramsden on the way over. Um, make sure they uh, they get onto all their flights. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, and then we'll meet uh, we'll meet Mike, Ryan Gregson over there, and then um, I think maybe Ben Buckingham will be there uh, in a few days as well. Um, so yeah, we'll be based in in the UK. Um, and that's, yeah, that's where my first race is and, um, same for Matt, Matt as well. Um, and I think for Grego as well. Um, and then, yeah, I think after that, everyone's maybe, maybe heading in slightly different directions, but, um, yeah, that's kind of at least, at least where we're starting. Yeah. When, when you work with, when you work with Nick, you, you, you have a, uh, you put your, and it's a it's a it's a great he's a great a great resource and asset to have but yeah you just leave it up to him <laughs> he does yep. the worrying and 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 we just kind of uh, make sure we're ready to race and um, and uh, and he's um, he's got the knowledge and know-how and, and he and I know each other well enough now that I uh, yeah absolutely trust him to get me in the at the in the right places at the right time and and um, and uh, yeah keep um keep pushing forward <laughs> dave um do you know like i know you said like you're just you know worrying about what you can control but do you know if um mm. pat Tunin 
time like did he did he get 13 10 within the window um uh for this olympics um yeah, yeah yeah 13 12 i think it was and okay yeah so that's within the window yeah yeah so yeah, yeah he's yeah he he and i and stewie all have automatic qualifiers and yeah and as i said you know i've got no doubt that um rambo and, and morgan will do that as well yeah 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 um i remember chatting to you like a year or a bit more I, ago and um you come off a, a stress fracture um and um you sort of talked about how um your bone density needed work um and um some of the and and then you you'd, you'd worked your way back and and uh got a national cross-country um win um you've come a long way since then and and you've had a pretty storied career i'm the same age as you and and i've sort of followed it um I've really enjoyed following your ups and downs and um, always been staggered with how many times you've been able to like get yourself back back up to the top of the sport. Um, you've already made two Olympics um, and then to get yourself, um, you know, in, in the mid thirties back uh, into contention, like it's pretty awesome to see and inspiring to see. Um, were there ever, ever any moments like over the last year or two where you felt like maybe your best days were done? Oh yeah, unquestionably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, I mean, until until I, you run those PBs, you, you, um, yeah, you, you always wonder that. Um, certainly, as you get older. Um, but it really wasn't. I guess that. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll sound a bit cliche and stuff, but um, that was never really so much of a concern for me um you know i i was gonna i was gonna keep pushing and and having a crack um irrespective of my my odds of of odds of having success or not um you know partly because i'm a sucker for punishment and i don't i don't know any better <laughs> yeah it's it's what i love doing um and uh yeah i, I um yeah it, 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 uh, um, to a certain extent, it's that case of you. You just keep showing up, and that's what I've always done. I've I've kept showing up for training, and I've um, I kept keep coming to nationals, and and um, you know, arguably my career's been pretty sporadic um, in terms of performances. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, like I said, it's always been a labour of love, and and um, you know, these days. You know the the one out of ten or, or one out of twenty races that you know you're really proud of. For the most part, that's enough to keep me going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can have nineteen crap. I can have nineteen crappy races, and and um and you know the the prospect of that one good one. Um, it's enough to keep me going. And the good thing is, is I yeah I've I like to think I've learnt a fair bit along the way. Um, I. I don't know whether I'm in my physical prime or not. Maybe I'm past it. Maybe it's ahead of me. I don't really know, but I do know that I, I, um, I've certainly learned things along the way, and I've figured out a little bit better what works for me. Um, I, I've become a little bit more confident to, to do what works for me, um, even if it might not be um, kind of the the. The, the status quo um, and um, 
and 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 yeah, that's I, I guess that's the position I find myself in now is that um, you know a lot of a lot of what's gone right the last you know particularly the last well the last month in terms of races, but you know probably the last year year and a half is I um, I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> I just I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I've got good balance. Um, you know between you know running endeavors, work endeavors. Um, you know chasing you know, passion projects and things like that. Um, absolutely. Like, you know, it's sometimes I'm juggling it, uh, not so well. And sometimes I'm juggling it better. Um, just so happens at the moment, it's, it's, uh, it's been a good juggle and, and, um, yeah, it's kind of come together, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just, yeah, it's a labor of love. Yeah. Well, that, like, um, because, like, I, I had a chat to you, like, earlier in the year and um, you are going through mm-hmm. a bit of a rough patch through December, early January, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, you obviously have turned it around. Um, like, do you, would you attribute, um, you know, the recent, you know, like, your recent improvement and, and your your form to that, that balanced life where um, you've got, some passion projects and a few a bit of other stuff going on in your life because I've seen yeah. you um you know in periods where you were sort of more sort of pretty much just full-time runner over in America yeah. and and it wasn't the case mm. it was it was all eggs in one basket um yeah mm. was, is it mm. sort of that 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 you attribute it to or a few other things whatever you said you've learned a bit over the yeah. years yeah yeah I think I think yeah probably over the last eighteen months that certainly helped um, kind of in a bigger picture because you know it you know, a couple of good races in in one month uh, aren't the product of the month before they're the product of the you know years and years and years before that um, so I think but particularly in the last year I've I've had a reasonably um, clean clean run of training. Um, I reckon COVID was great because it, uh, for people that weren't racing, it was basically like a big, a big year of base training, um, and, and just getting fit. And, and that's what I did last year. But I think specifically like probably in the last three, four months, five months, um, you know, I, uh, I found myself facing, um, uh, grief, um, as I'd probably never faced it before. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that, that challenged me, challenged my mental health, um, probably for longer than I I thought it would. And in ways I didn't think it would, would, would affect me. Um, but you know, what's come of that is that I've, I've, um, you know, one, one, I, I, uh, um, was able to kind of ride that wave, but, um, to, you know, I, I kind of learnt strategies, you know, for dealing with grief that have probably helped me just deal with underlying anxiety that's always, always plagued me. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, particularly, you know, getting ready for races. And I think, um, also actually being in races, um, you know, the, the strategies that I've been using that are, um, I think I've sporadically in the past, you know, touched on them and, and known that they were there and worked, but, um, you know, I never, I never really, I don't think I've really, um, 
you know, actually practiced it and, and um, really made a priority in my running training um, as I have probably in the last four or five months. And, and that's probably, that's probably a big thing that's helping with the races. Like I, um, I've, I've had, yeah, as you know, I've had two fast races. I've had a few other races where I've been pretty aggressive, but haven't had great results. Um, and I think, yeah, the, all, all of those sort of factors, um, you know, come down to, um, yeah, just this finding this balance between, you know, having that fire in the belly, but also being, you know, calm, composed and present, not, not, um, not worried about what can happen here, what can happen there, um, getting overwhelmed by, you know, the pain that sets in <laughs> when you're running, um, uh, I think I've just yeah gotten a little bit better at managing that. Yeah, and by no means perfect, but yeah, maybe just a little bit more consistent and better at it. That, that's so, so cool to hear you talk about um, it from the mental and the psychological sort of aspect. Whereas, like so often, mm-hmm. um, as runners, we focus on oh, what training did you do or or what did you do um, recently, <laughs> and um, yeah, like I, I think that's. Um, like really um you know uh really good for people to hear um yeah, yeah. What, what struck me like recently when i've seen photos of you whether it was that really fast 3k that you did um where um yeah you ran largely by yourself and and um ran 746 um or you know when you're running around the tan recently um in the 2xu kit um I just felt like you looked really healthy, like you look really um, healthy um, and whether that's a combination of things. Um, uh, have you changed stuff with your with your diet and things like that or um, do you, the fact that you look healthy, is it because you're doing something different in the gym or um, is, is it a combination of just enjoying life and you're, you're uh, um, yeah, just in a really good spot? Must must be my new skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, look, I I don't think anything particularly has changed. I um, certainly like 2018, 19 when um, I became a little bit more conscious of um, you know uh, caloric balance and and um, and bone density and things like that. I think I'm a little bit more conscientious about um, certainly the timing of of meals and things around training, um, and and being um, a little bit more um, oh, what's the word? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess being yeah again a little bit more conscientious about um, making sure that I'm getting enough carbs. Um, that seems to be the main one. I reckon. I reckon uh, one thing I reckon that probably throws a lot of people and and is probably confusing for a lot of people is um, particularly when you when you're someone like me who um, is in a kind of academic field that is always kind of following the research and this and that. Is that they talk so much shit about fats and protein and they don't and no one talks about carbs anymore because carbs are bad and um and uh and so i think there i think maybe maybe at some point i was probably more pre more preoccupied with you know 
um, getting enough fo- protein and, and the right fats and micronutrients and stuff and and not focusing so much on getting carbs, which um, <laughs> if you go to run a 13, 12, 5K or a 7.46, 3K, <laughs> you cannot do that without carbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so I think like, yeah, probably like, you know, pre-race meal, like certainly pre-race meals, I'm, um, I used to, I actually used not to eat, um, huge amount of carbs. Like I used to not eat pastas and things like that. Cause I, I got in my head, oh, it just sort of leaves me feeling a bit lethargic and heavy. Um, and then at some point, like, I don't know, maybe in 2019, I, I went the pasta route before race. I felt so much better. I'm like, oh shit, I've probably been doing this wrong the whole time. Cause I just had in my head, oh, you know, carbs are only important if you're in a marathon and you're going to be running for two plus hours and you're going to bonk. But um, yeah, it, it, it matters for shorter distances as well. So um, that's probably something I, I um, that's maybe changed a little bit in the last couple of years is, is um, yeah, making sure. Um, and pasta, rice, um, potatoes, all of that sort of stuff um, is, uh, or bread or, or anything is is making up, you know, part of what I have post runs and 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 certainly you know pre, um, you know my main main sessions on Tuesday and Friday. Um, other nights I'm pretty flexible, um, but yeah, certainly around training. Um, that might be that's probably probably one thing that's I've been a little bit more conscientious about. Um, but otherwise, yeah, most, mostly, um, I don't know. Yeah. I can, I reckon it's probably just cause I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably all of the above. Um, but yeah. yeah, the other thing that I'm really interested in is how have you changed the way that you approach training and, and how you actually train, um, you know, now that you're in your mid thirties compared to, say when you're sort of early twenties, like, has there been yeah. a different approach, um, lately or yeah. 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 So, um, well, a bit for, probably for a couple of years now, um, I do two sessions a week instead of three. Um, so I don't do the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, typical MTC, um, sessions anymore. Um, so I just go Tuesday and Friday. Um, so that's one, one thing that's changed, um, yeah, in the last the last few years, you know, um, nowadays compared to you know probably twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen, twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen, I was probably averaging one hundred and sixty k a week. You know, sometimes a bit more, sometimes a bit less. Now nowadays, like I'm um, I'm probably more like one hundred and thirty k in a in a normal training week without any tapering or racing or anything like that. So k's have gone down a little bit. Um, you know, relying on that old man strength a little bit. I think that's one thing. Um, and I noticed noticing this in coaching as well is that, um, when people are thinking about getting ready for races and blocks of training, um, so often people focus so much on, you know, uh, these blocks of training in a vacuum and, and they completely disregard all the work that they've done for the years and years before that. And, um, and uh, and shortchanging themselves. So, um, you know, I, I do have I've got years of K's in the legs. Um, I'm a bit older now, 
takes it probably takes a bit longer to recover than it did 10 years ago um so it kind of would make sense to um you know maybe uh decrease the frequency of you know doing hard sessions decrease the the mileage a little bit um make sure i recover a bit more and you know to do that absolutely takes confidence you know it, 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 anyone can go and train you know hard and and long and and far um but it takes confidence and smarts to like you know listen to your body and and back off and go no i'm not a i'm not a 160k a week person anymore and you know doing three sessions a week is not not sustainable anymore um and you know, i've been fortunate that nick's nick's uh nick's on the pulse with these sorts of things so um uh, we've been able to work this out together and and uh yeah here i am <laughs> <laughs> and dave like you said you've got a few passion projects you met met mentioned the coaching um um mm. what where are you at with with all that like obviously you're going overseas at the moment but where's the physio yeah at? and um yeah where are all those um things <laughs> outside of running at yeah yeah i, I have to be really careful because like i um yeah, they're, they're passion projects and they get me excited. But um, you know, I, I, I set I, my top priority main goals this year were, were running related and, and and setting PBs and and so um, for for the most part, I'm trying to um, you know not get too ahead too ahead of myself with some of those. But you know, I I've um, since since starting physio work, I've I've found that. Um, you know, even running in physio, I still need like, I still need a little bit more variety outside of that. So, you know, I've started doing some writing again, which, which I really love doing. Um, I love, I'm doing some online coaching, which I love doing as well. Um, and so, yeah, just having, they're, they're the two main things at the moment. And, um, you know, I've got, I've got some ideas of like what I want to do, I guess, sort of medium and long-term for myself, um, from a, professional perspective but um yeah i'm i'm cautiously uh um holding myself back so that i can yeah um yeah not let it get get not get too far ahead and uh at the expense of you know what i'm trying to do at the moment which is yeah um run some more pbs and you know if uh if if it's meant to be go go to another olympics yeah nice nice yeah that'd be um so unreal to be able to say that you're a three-time Olympian. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what What were some of the other goals um, and P- PB PB aims um, that you had on your list uh, for running? And, uh, yeah. And then, like, I'm yeah. really interested. Also, like, how much longer are you sort of really going to go all tilt with your running? And and then, like, what? Yeah. Where do you see yourself sort of? Um, uh, you know, how much longer are you going to go for? And that's probably a hard question to answer. And, and then also like yeah. with those professional goals, um, yeah, what, what are some of them? Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I'll keep going as long as I can. I mean, I mean, I've always always said to a lot of people like, you know, one of the main barriers to to longevity is, is um, financial. Um, so, yeah, you see... You see increasingly nowadays athletes at the top of their game, you know, well into their late thirties and, and into their forties, but you know, they're also making a hell of a lot more money than they did a few decades ago. So, 
Um, I reckon that's one of the one of the reasons why people stop at whenever they decide to stop. And um, you know, so I think that's that's a that's a part of it. Um, but uh, you know, as I'm starting to transition a little bit more now, I'm also realizing like, you know, life's too short. Might as well enjoy. It. Might as well enjoy it. Um, and I feel like I've got a good balance at the moment. So. Um, I, I'm sure I'll just like, I'll keep, I'll keep running competitively, and I'm sure at some point I just won't make a podium and I won't make a team, and and um, and yeah, that's that's it. I I I, I, can't, I don't think I'll ever be the sort of person that says, yeah, I'm going to stop now, going to retire. Um, I think I'll always keep trying because that's what I've done up until this point, and and for the same reasons I said earlier is like. I, I I love the I love the process. It's part of who I am. It um, you know feels like again, pardon the cliches, but it it, uh, uh, it makes me feel like a better person and and better able to you know give the best of myself, whether it's in running or or work and stuff like that. Um, and then I guess yeah, answering your other question, you know, professional goals. Um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it's it's an ongoing process at the moment, and and uh, it's one of the challenges that I have is articulating them with words what what I want to do. But um, at the crux of it, I want to I, I want to do things that that I enjoy doing. <laughs> Doesn't everyone? Yeah, no, that's that's good. And so that's... I like I like doing the coaching stuff. I like I like the physio stuff. I like working with runners, um, and. Um, and I like writing, so I'm I'm professionally going to try and do things that allow me to do that. <laughs> no, that's awesome, and I think um, that's exactly um, exactly what I'm doing at the moment too. I like running, yeah. I like doing physio, I like yeah. coaching, and and I'm enjoying doing yeah. this podcast. Um, yeah, so yeah, 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 it's it's um, yeah, it's 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 yeah, follow your passions. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, like, um, to being a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah, so wrapped um, with the time that you've spent chatting, and um, I'm wary that um, yeah, you're about to have a long haul flight, and and um, yeah, a bit short on sleep. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks so much for um, yeah, sharing sharing your thoughts, and and um, well done again on an amazing time. Like uh, yeah, that's just so incredible to be able to say that you got that quick over five k. I reckon like. That's a that's a lifetime of work. Um, uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Like I, I reckon you should be pretty proud of of what you've done. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I um, yeah, I am. I I don't often say I don't often say that I'm proud, but yeah, I was actually proud of last night's effort. That was good. Um, and that was nine yeah. years nine years since your last five k PB, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I qualified for London, so. Um, yeah, long time coming. It's, um, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't, I wouldn't change any of it. <laughs> but I think that's inspiring for a lot of people because like you were, um, saying how, uh, you know, there's a lot of downtimes as a runner. Like you often, you know, run some, a lot of races where you're like, oh, that was mediocre. That was mediocre. And then it's that one mm. run. Um, Yeah every uh, year or two or three that keeps you going. Um, mm -hmm. But I think when you're in the yeah. sport 
for as long as you've been, like that often happens. Um, your performances are mm. plateau and they're harder to to um, better. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, it's a pretty normal normal part of the sport. Um, but yeah, I think just to hang in there when when uh, yeah when the like you know the chips are down for it you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period, and and then just to sort of hang strong to know that the tide often turns. Like, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool to see. Um, yeah, it's inspiring. Yeah, and it helps. It helps. It helps that I really enjoy. I enjoy the process. I I, I love the routine. Um, yeah, I, it, I, I would have a I would have a very hard time, you know, not doing a hard session on a Tuesday, not doing a hard session on a Friday not doing a long run on a Sunday, like I'd have a hard time doing that. So the fact that I, I enjoy doing that, um, you know, that's contributed to some consistency over the years. And, um, and yeah, like, as I said, you know, for all the times that you line up for a race and it doesn't go your way, um, you know, it does help that the, the time in between when you're training, I enjoy that. And, and I know not everyone does. Um, and, uh, you know, if you if you do want to have some longevity in in the sport, you got to find a way to enjoy it. <laughs> um, uh, otherwise, it otherwise it does become become like a chore. And you know, for me, yeah, there's been that social component and and um, you know, just being around good people and inspiring people. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's a um, yeah really wise um, yeah summary of. Um... Yeah, I, re- I reckon that that's um, yeah. When you see some of the most consistent performers where they stay in the sport for a long time, like fundamentally they just enjoy the process, and and then running yeah. becomes such a part of their lifestyle um, that like it kind of like they like yeah, it's kind of just they wouldn't know themselves if they stopped, kind of thing. Like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I mean I, that's yeah, that's me to a T. <laughs> <laughs> nice dave um yeah thanks so much uh yeah mate always 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 a pleasure catching up with you Dan. yeah as you know (laughs) sweet i just stopped recording